1: Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
2: Time now for the College Football
3: Inquirer with Dan Wetzel. Absentee ballots came in for Holly. Yeah, nah, we don't do that. 747 rightfully won. You guys tried to stuff the ballot box to beat me because you're two sad ass picks. Was way too skinny to take on my big boy. S.I.'s Ross Gellinger.
0: He might have some better options next next year. Although talking to somebody, a couple people at Baylor who, who know him pretty well, they find it hard to believe that he'll sit out a year, that he's he's not that kind of guy. And
2: SI's Pat 40! Oklahoma Joe's is the best barbecue in Kansas City, Missouri. You don't sue them because of that. Eskimo Joe's is the best bar in Stillwater, Oklahoma. It's not run by an Eskimo, I don't think. Here's Pat, Russ, and Dan.
3: All right, welcome to the pod. It is an awesome week. I think it's six ranked V-ranked matchups. We have uh, big games in every conference. We got the Alabama-Tennessee showdown. It's already off the rails. We'll get to that. We have got, I, I, I'm going to just say this, and this leads into what I'm doing. One of the reasons we're big on the cheating scandals, and we're going to get to them, a couple of them, in the people's court, is because college football, one of one of the things that always drew me to college football was the cheating scandals. I liked when the guys <laughs> were cheating. And now there's no rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've lost a little bit of our scandal appeal. Right. There's no Nevin Shapiro's out there. There's no, like, uh, there's no, this isn't any fun anymore. Well, there is, but no, it's kind of legal. Not the same. Yeah, it's not as fun. <laughs> yeah. It's not as fun.
0: Yeah, no, Not definitely not as fun. No.
3: Unfortunately, the best part was it seemed to, all the scoundrels seemed to just go, not that they weren't cheating in other factors of America, but they all used to get to college football. I think we used to draw that. Now everyone's unleashed and we're just, there's cheating scandals everywhere. <laughs> I getting I'm getting email I'm getting these things sent to me on social media email uh, Irish step dancing ch- uh, sk- scandal Miss <laughs> America the fishing we did the, the you know some walleye tournament in Ohio oh yeah and so yeah. now I have this and I think you guys are the cheaters I think you're under well, suspicion for this one it's Fat Bear <laughs> Week it's Tuesday. <laughs> As we tape, we have not determined the champion, but let me just say, past champion and my pick, 747, is in the finals. Uh huh. Your two are out. Uh huh. And what so happened? What happened in the semifinals? We're taking on 901, which, and, and let me just tell you how big, remember when we started doing Fat Bear Week, Pat? Like no one yeah. ever heard of it.
2: Yeah. This I am like reading
3: a years freaking ago or four years ago? CNN story. about this CNN is now covering Fat Bear Week anyway in the semifinal 747 my pick former champ coming back for its title it's rightful heir a massive animal is going up against 435 Holly always a a sturdy woman a stout very sturdy (laughs) much respect for Holly oh yeah Big girl can go. Veteran of the process. Yep. And what happens? But we have, according to the Alaska Katmai National Park, quote, a fat bear week scandal for the ages. Someone stuffed the ballot box (laughs) in favor of Holly. Holly was losing Wait, no, I thought it was in favor of 747. No. No? No, no, no. Everyone's accusing me on social media of rigging it. Yeah. But Holly was trailing by six thousand votes, and all of a sudden, I don't know where nine thousand votes come in for Holly. Takes the lead. Fortunately, they stop the steal. Stop the steal. (laughs) The Katmai uh, Alaska National Park people figure it out, banish the spam votes, and seven forty-seven wins thirty-seven thousand nine hundred and forty the thirty thousand four thirty that's the official tally put it in uh get the vice president to ratify it seven forty seven onto the championship game but who who had motive to cheat
2: and try to get my thing to lose but you two i think it was you two. Uh, <laughs> I, I will go back and say this First of all, you sound very paranoid about this, and you want to blame like the Dominican voting machine or Dominion voting, and you know, I'm not getting sued. Voting dead no. people or whatever. I, Where's I, Giuliani? Where's Giuliani? I think it takes a while for the metro <laughs> precincts to get counted, and so once those count precincts start coming in, that I think I think Holly should have absentee won. ballots came in for Holly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: no, yeah.
3: we don't do that. 747 uh-huh. rightfully won. You guys tried to stuff the ballot box to beat me because your two sad ass picks were was way too skinny to take on my big boy.
2: <laughs> well, mm-hmm. you, you, uh, did you pick first? Because I think you did. Because you took 747. That right it's there, it's like a mean, keeper that's... draft. It's like a keeper league. You get to keep your fantasy guy.
3: Mm-hmm. 747 mm-hmm. I, and me are there to the end, like peanut butter and jelly, baby. Mm-hmm.
0: See, he keeps I, eating. I There's going to be an end real, real soon here. Because that dude is huge. <laughs> yeah.
3: You're going to take a good nap. Sleep well, my friend.
2: <laughs> Four like months sleep nap. Sleep with the fishes. <laughs> 747. I, so I, I, an investigation I think is being the vote was legitimate for Holly, and you've just managed to throw this into chaos and disarray here. Disagree. Are you saying the
3: Katmai, Alaska National Park people are dishonorable? Because I don't think that's fair.
2: No, I'm not. I'm saying that they they counted all the votes, and the late votes came in from, you know, the Kamchatka Peninsula or wherever up there, and you (laughs) you start counting them all, and I think Holly legitimately got the votes. I don't want to hear any of this stop the steal stuff.
3: No, no, no. No, no, no. All right. Ross, you're kind of quiet. Kind of quiet. No, I'm
0: uh, I'm new yourself. to this bear stuff. I didn't even know all this was happening, man. I'm I'm a bear rookie. I'm a fat bear rookie, yeah. but don't worry about it. Give it some time. I'll I'll all I know I'll be, is more, this... I'll be more prepared next year uh, when I scout it's, out. Yeah, my the bear bears. gets
2: stuff gets a little heated. It's been heat,
0: announced. Damn right it gets
3: heated. <laughs> Who is the person, honestly, who's that trying to cheat in the <laughs> Fat Bear Week? I mean, nothing is <laughs> sacred in this country anymore. <laughs> that even fat bear week. It's
2: not even a real thing. <laughs> 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 Who would decide to to rig fat bear week? It's pretty amazing. Uh,
3: it's
0: like the fisherman with the, the, the lead uh, down the throat of the fish yeah. to... to Make right. the fish heavier, you know. It's like, what are we doing here? Uh, no, but that at least
2: there's at least there was money. Yeah, there's there.
3: money. Yeah, that's
0: true. That's true. What is yeah.
2: there? 747
3: yeah. doesn't know he's in a contest. <laughs> Does
0: 747 have owners that we don't know about? Like, is this the horse racing? No. Is there, are there it? Are there bear owners out there? 747
3: mm-hmm. owns you. You can't Seven, own that.
0: 747 thing. sponsored <laughs> by Delta. There you go. <laughs> they should, should, Delta should sponsor. sponsor try to Southwest. throw a
3: logo on it. There you go. I'll go mm-hmm. just dare you to go near it.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: All right. <laughs> Dramatic song reading. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wish that I was on old Rocky Top. <laughs> Down in the Tennessee Hills. Ain't no smoggy smoke on Rocky Top.
0: <laughs>
3: Ain't no telephone bills. This <laughs> where it gets weird. <laughs> Once I had a girl on Rocky Top. Too much information. (laughs) Half bear, other half cat. (laughs) Wild as a mink, but sweet as soda pop. I still dream about that. (laughs) Rocky Top, you'll always be. Home sweet home to me. Good old Rocky Top. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Second verse. Once two strangers climbed old Rocky Top. Looking for a moonshine still. Strangers ain't come down from Rocky Top. Reckon they never will. Uh, So in the first two parts of this song, we have a potential case of mountainside bestiality.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) And the murder of a couple federal agents trying to crack down
2: on moonshine. (laughs) (laughs) I love this damn song. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i mean you know it's appalachia that that's i would classic. say absolute you know, fantastic i didn't even know there was a real rocky top until i arrived here in knoxville uh there's a oh, yeah. rocky top tennessee about what 30 minutes north of knoxville how about that
2: absolutely there is town of I like 4, 000, every 2000 or something Yeah. Yeah, it's between Louisville and, and Knoxville. Ah,
3: yep.
0: There you go. This is this
3: so much better than the, all the normal fight songs that just talk about how we always, like, hail to the victors. Like, great fight song. Mm-hmm. But the <laughs> words, no. just This is it. We're, we're, I mean, th- stuff is happening on Rocky Top. Murders and unspeakable things, except they literally wrote a song about it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they sing it, like, 23 oh, times man. a game.
0: Yeah. Ross, you are in Knoxville
3: right now. Is that true?
0: That is that is true, yeah. And how many times oh, yeah.
3: have you heard the song so far?
0: You know, gosh, zero, actually. Oh. Well, I've only been here for a few hours, but uh, uh. <laughs> so far, zero. But uh, I have a dinner tonight downtown, and I'm guessing I'm going to hear it quite a bit on the walk to the the restaurant in at the restaurant and on the walk back from the restaurant and any other bar I happen to pop into. Because uh, I, I was humming the song. Before I got on the damn plane, I didn't even hear the song, and I, I was already like, "Well, I'm going to Tennessee," and I was, hum,
2: hum, hum,
0: hum, hum, hum. and I was like, "Damn it!" You know, it just kind of creeps into your mind. I haven't even heard oh, it yeah. once here, it, but uh, yeah, it,
2: it's not leaving until sometime after Saturday night. That's right? It's it's catchy. catchy.
3: That's right. It's catchy. It's racy. It is. It's all there. It is. <laughs> Don't be going looking for moonshine stills. <laughs> it's Number uh, eight. It's- Tennessee hosts Alabama, Josh Heupel, second year on the job, and he has got the Vols cooking. Now, they already beat Pitt, already beat Florida. They're having a really good season. This obviously would be the capper, but the amount of excitement right now in Tennessee, forlorn Vol fans who had to sit through the, uh, what do we got, Derek Mm. Dooley era, we got Mm. the... Butch Jones era. We had the Lane Kiffin sort Lane of era. Kiffin,
0: eight eight months. Yeah, eight, eight months. months of Lane yeah. The the attempt and to name. A waste treatment. Coach
3: asparagus.
2: Plant.
3: Yeah, coach yep. asparagus. Mm-hmm. Coach Pruitt. Is that it? Yep. Did yep. not know. Yeah, they had. So they had a coach in Lane Kiffin. They wanted to name a, a sewer treatment plan after. They had a coach <laughs> in Derek Dooley. Who was way too smart to be a coach, but couldn't coach. They had a coach in Butch Jones who in, was so inspirational, he brought up the garbage can on the sideline. <laughs> the turnover garbage can. Mm-hmm. And just walked around grunting things like brick by brick. They then champions had Coach, the
0: world or whatever it was. coach Pruitt. Yeah.
3: Champions of life. Champions life. of life. Champions. champions of life, but champions of nothing else except the Music City Bowl <laughs> that one year. Then you had Coach Pruitt, who didn't know what an asparagus was. <laughs> it was a hell of a run. Hell of a run from Phil Did Fulmer to Josh Heupel. Claimed to have never heard of asparagus. That's how much of a football guy the man was. He just watched <laughs> film and the asparagus wasn't on the film. No wonder Josh Heupel the greatest thing to
2: come down the pike in a while. Yeah, I like, yeah, like <laughs> he's following less than illustrious <laughs> company.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you surprised this quick though. I mean, I, I give Danny White credit, he comes from Central Florida as the AD and he brings his coach with him. and It was kind of like, yeah, okay, maybe, but it wasn't like Hypo set the world on fire at UCF. But they look really, really good right now.
0: They do, they do, and they're ahead of schedule for sure. Like, I, you know, just a few hours here, but met with a couple people in the administration and, and they're not say they're not scared to say we are ahead of schedule. Like we did not expect in year two, we would start at five and zero, oh and, and, you know, beat Florida pretty soundly at home and, and beat LSU on the road. Very soundly. Uh, I think this is, um, this is, uh, yeah, quicker than they thought. And it probably has a lot to do with the quarterback Hooker, and, and, uh, his set of receivers. They, uh, you know, he's he's kind of the the guy that's uh, captaining the ship here and Josh Heupel's offense and the defense is making strides. I think they played the best defensively that they have all year down in Baton Rouge. So they're they're hitting on all cylinders. Uh, too bad for them. They've they've got Nick Saban coming to town.
3: Oh, all right. we'll pick the games later. Pat, your thoughts on the Tennessee revival?
2: Yeah, super impressed. I, you know, I was pretty lukewarm on the Hypol higher for the reasons you mentioned. I mean, he was he was all right at UCF, but that th- things had had started to decline a little bit from the peak of the uh, I'm going to say the Mackenzie Milton era, not the Scott Frost era, because th- I'm starting to think Mackenzie Milton was the key to everything. But, you know, he came in and boy, I mean, last year they just played with incredible tempo and everybody plays with some tempo, but they were the fastest of the fast. And I remember them having like Georgia in disarray early in that game. And you're like, whoa, whoa. And Hendon Hooker looking fantastic. And they just really didn't have a defense to back it up. But now this year, uh, as Ross said, they're, they're making definite strides defensively. And offensively, Hooker has taken it up even another level. He's, uh, to me, I would put him first on my Heisman ballot right now. He hasn't thrown an interception since his last year in, like, November 13th against Georgia was his last interception. Since then, he's had three, four, five, uh, eight straight games with no interceptions. He's running the ball when he needs to. You know, very dangerous with his legs as well and making great reads. They've got very good skill players. They can run when they need to run the ball. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a complete package, and I'm telling you, Alabama better be ready. First of all, Bryce Young has to be ready, and even with him, I'm not sure they're going to win this game.
3: It just looks like a really well-coached team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, uh, they're, they're getting it all done. That atmosphere will be crazy. A uh, get-in price right now in the secondary ticket market is three hundred bucks for the worst seat in a stadium that is massive that has some bad seats, far yeah. seats. Tennessee fans are famous. I uh, don't. I don't know if like per like per capita or per minute they get the drunkest, but they drink for the <laughs> longest. They're the, they're not sprinters. They're 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 marathoners. <laughs> they, they they those uh, you're, they're probably already RVs there. And they're just, they might be just rolling for five days. So it's, it's, it's a slow build with the Vols, Vol Navy. It's going to be seen.
0: Yeah. I saw the Vol Navy uh, boats um, were out there They're you know, they're parked along the side of the river right now. And there were some people on there. They were getting the boats ready and stuff. And there were maybe a couple that had uh, already popped the top uh, at five o'clock on a, uh, on a Tuesday.
3: Might as well. Might as well. How about this? Interesting bit about Josh Heupel. Eight years ago, he is the co-offensive coordinator at Oklahoma, the school he won. a He was second in the Heisman, didn't win it. Led to a national title and was like this rising star. He had helped Sam Bradford. Uh, They had like a bad season offensively. Not great. He had Landry Jones as his quarterback. And uh, Bob Stoops decides he's got to make a move and fires Josh, he- Josh Heupel. And at that point, like, I mean, that is a career, that's not good. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, a lot of people wrote him off right then. Eight years later, he's, you know, coaching uh, the bell of the ball right now. Interesting, the other co, do you, can you remember the other co-offensive coordinator was fired that day?
2: Was fired that day. Uh, this was 98? It was. No, 2000
3: no, no. And, uh, no. 14, oh, 2014.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, or, it was Jay, yeah, Jay yeah, Norvell.
3: Yeah, was Jay Norvell. Oh, my. my uh, he might have been in the co- – uh, he was the wide receiver coach. Jay Norvell then goes on to N- Nevada, does a terrific yeah. job there, really good, solid job. Now he's at Colorado State uh, with a massive rebuild. But uh, Stoops fired two future head coaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so – Wow.
0: Yeah.
2: But you don't see this one too often. <laughs> no. So yeah, as part of I guess the the hypo revival there in Tennessee, we we are we do we have an air apparent song to Rocky Top? Do we have something better? Has there been something on the interwebs that could potentially be the new <laughs> oh, anthem no. of the Vols? No. But there is You're something not talking
0: about a shirtless <laughs> tattooed man, are you?
2: A shirtless scrawny tattooed yeah. man. That's <laughs> This guy, I like. If you're gonna put a bizarre tattoo of Smokey on your entire upper torso, wouldn't it be good if you were at least had had some musculature whatsoever? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, this is
3: a uh, this is a TikTok that's out there of this guy. We'll play it. Uh, cue it up there. Yeah, he's sitting in a car, shirtless. <laughs> Doesn't seem like he's been down Planet Fitness or Powerhouse Gym too much. <laughs> I'm not saying the guy is on meth. I'm just saying that if he was on meth, (laughs) he probably wouldn't look too much different. Uh, And he, I guess, fashions himself as the the Jay-Z of uh, East Tennessee. (laughs) Uh, Producer Sean, please play this quote-unquote song, end quote. Happily.
1: Happily. Hey what's up all nation? So I thought I'd r- release a little sneak peek. Yeah, I got smoky on my chest. After Saturday then Bama <laughs> fans will lay to rest. Now let me release some of this heat. Hey, Bama fans take a seat. Fearful sack here with the do rag in K Town. It's about to go down in the AC5. After this game, you will not survive, Bama. Go ahead and retire while you're alive. Huh? Tennessee about to drop the hammer on Bama. It will be like they was dragged to the slammer. Yeah, they awful at ugly crimson. You should be locked up in a prison. Looks as dumb as Homer Simpson. <laughs> that ugly fat elephant isn't really all right, irrelevant. All right, enough. It yeah, two seven giving away. <laughs> them
0: it is. I saw that, so and I, before <laughs> I played it, before I played it, I thought this is gonna be good, right? I mean, I saw how he looked, and he he obviously posted it himself. I thought he thought this was a good idea. The,
3: he thought this was a good idea. Yeah,
0: yeah. I thought, <laughs> and I thought before I pushed play, I thought I bet this is pretty good rap. I bet this is pretty good beat. And I pushed play, and in in where we stopped, that it happened. was the one where. That was it, man. When it, he was trying to rhyme with Crimson or something, and it just went poorly. <laughs> oh, poorly. He. The
3: sad part is he clearly put some work into
0: this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he tried. Yeah, he
3: definitely. Tr- this wasn't just like I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna try to hell of an this effort. Out. He put an effort <laughs> in, and uh, came up with that. And it was he like putting. <laughs> is his background music? Does he insert a tape into his car radio? It, it seems I don't like it, know. right?
2: <laughs> Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, the, I mean, the sampling or whatever was the least of the issues, but that wasn't great either. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a rough go. It, it, it did call to mind the. Do you remember the dude? I think I still follow him on Twitter. Who, when they hired Butch Jones, did the Butch Jones song? Mm.
3: <laughs> I don't. It was
2: with the with the with the chorus aimed at Alabama he's gonna kick your ass he's <laughs> gonna kick your ass he's gonna kick your oh, ass amazing. oh
3: yeah amazing
2: and just screams butch jones <laughs> <laughs> that one didn't turn out too well we'll see if this guy's Did anyone uh, rap about pruitt the asparagus song or something I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't think so
3: all right well let's vols good to have you back it's good to have yeah. you back mm. you guys are you you're entertaining above above your weight class I'll give you that. <laughs> uh this guy keep living the dream, you don't know. You don't know. American Idol's yeah. always out there, The Voice. Uh, spin the t- I would not spin my chair for this. I would not have spun my chair.
2: <laughs> anyway, all right. Somebody out there may say, "Hey, I can work with that and turn him into a star." You never know. Coaching Carousel, Matt Rule
3: is back. Mm. Maybe. Yep. Mm. Matt Rule fired from Carolina. That was really a dumb idea of Carolinas. And then uh they gave him a seven year deal. He still owed forty mil. That's unbelievable.
2: That's like a college deal. Really that was good.
0: An NFL guy got. Yeah. Uh, it was a college deal. Seven year contract. Eight hundred and forty thousand uh dollars a month he'll get a a check of eight hundred and forty thousand dollars a month for I think it's like forty something months, I believe. <laughs> That's no, unbelievable. Not bad.
3: I would, would now that is my finger again. He may not coach next year. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> but Matt Rule was uh, very good at at Temple. Like he won three games his first year. One is by third and fourth the t- two ten win seasons. He had a shot at all sorts of jobs. He could have stayed. He oddly, in my opinion, took Baylor, which had just fired Art Briles and had been involved in this massive sexual assault uh, uh, scandal. NCAA violations were potentially coming, you know, everything bad that you could. This was a, 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 just a mess of a program at the time. Everybody transferred. Uh, I literally was covering a Dallas Cowboy game and then drove down to Waco the next day to talk to Matt Rule and ask him, why the hell did you take this job? <laughs> he was, a, he was about to go 0-8 on the season.
0: Remember the Oregon and, job was open. He took that over the Oregon job.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And he's he believed in it. He's like, "We're gonna be good. We're, we just these kids need me." He's he's a great, very very convincing guy. He's a very good coach. And sure enough, eleven and eleven wins in a couple of years, uh, and he had Baylor rolling and and he set it up to where kind of changed the style of the program and made a lot of people forget about the the negatives. Uh, I think Scott Drew's basketball program helped do that too. Really helped the the. You know, the the school move on just as a positive yeah. way. Mm-hmm, uh, for sure. Scott Drew's so positive of a person, you know, so I just think there's a lot yeah. of Baylor Baylor goes off to Carolina. Look, he's he's potentially back. This is uh, uh, there's nobody else available right now with that level of track record other than, I guess, Urban Meyer. But Urban Meyer's got baggage. Matt Rule does not L- losing in the NFL means nothing. Uh, Nick Saban didn't do it. Steve Spur didn't do it, came back. Pete Carroll didn't do it and went to US. So that part, does, that probably helps them. Yeah. Where? Let's play, let's, let's, if you had your choice, there's a bunch of jobs open. Let's, let's put Auburn in there for the sake of this argument. Auburn, Nebraska, Wisconsin will, you know, they got an interim kind of tryout going. All these guys are winning. Georgia Tech. If you're Matt Rule, what do you do? Do you take any of those jobs? Or do you say, put me as the Fox third game analyst next year and I'll collect my NFL money and wait for something else? Ross, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I uh, you know, because last cycle was so wild with with obviously like LSU and and USC and then in the Notre Dame, Oklahoma, all the domino effect of all these big jobs, Miami, uh, Oregon, they kind of expected this year's cycle to be, fairly slow when it comes to like upper level power five, like really good jobs. And uh, I think most people would tell you there's 15 jobs in the country, maybe even 12, where you can win a national title. And I, I wouldn't think that Matt Rule would go to, I mean, he'll have someone have his pick. So I wouldn't think he would go to a team that's outside of that 12 to 15 where he can win a national title. And I don't know that one of those jobs, except one, Right comes open this year, which is Auburn, as you mentioned. I mean, they you know played for it a couple of times the last decade or so. So I, but I wonder if he waits because of the money and the situation. I wonder if he waits for maybe a busier cycle where he might have some better options next next year. Although talking to somebody, a couple people at Baylor who who know him pretty well, they find it hard to believe that he'll sit out. A year that he's he's not yep. that kind of guy. So, I don't know. I I mean, I guess to me, the in a Auburn or an Arizona State I think makes the most sense. I don't know why. I just can't necessarily see him going to a Nebraska or a Wisconsin. Not to say those jobs are, are bad or anything, but but I think he he strikes me as someone. You know, he has uh, he's a I know this. He's he's kind of a beach coast guy. So I wonder if he'll try to stay along the coast area. That's kind of been intimated to me. So I don't know. What is know. a beach I, um, coast guy? Like are you hung out in the Jersey Yeah, I don't know. I'm a beach coast guy. I'll say I'm a beach coast guy. Waco know? kind of Waco's, coast? Yeah, not really. But, but you know, that's <laughs> I missed it, that it, when it, I've been I there. I guess it was kind of uh, floated to me that he would want to be not Nebraska, Nebraska is that you what know, you're saying? Like not in the middle I'm, of the yeah, not in the middle of the country. Yeah, that, there's a that, lot of coast, not in a the cornfield and
3: coast in Wisconsin. Yeah, <laughs> that's true.
0: There's a lake. There's some true. nice
2: lake coast, large lake.
0: Yeah, there. so one of the great I, I don't ones. know, maybe he waits waits for a better cycle to happen next year. Uh, and always, you know, there's always a job open that we never see coming. Um, well, I mean, I guess Wisconsin would count as that this year, but I uh, I just think he can be pretty picky right and why wouldn't you wait for one of those 12 to 15 jobs to come up and maybe that is Auburn um but I don't know Auburn obviously has had its issues we all know about the booster involvement in the meddling in Auburn and all that stuff so does he really want to do that
3: Pat where's he
2: going yeah I
3: mean I, I want to hear difficult.
0: about the
2: beach okay <laughs> <laughs> I think it's difficult to find a natural fit for him I really do Wisconsin is the best open job but might well have its guy and even then, while it's the best open job, it's been a good job. But is it one of those national championship jobs? Probably not. Never has been. Nebraska, I would be wary of. Arizona State, a lot of potential, but that's always been the case. If Auburn opens, do you want to take on everything that comes with Auburn? I don't know. Here's what I would think if I were if I were Matt Rule. I would look at this landscape as it currently exists, talk to some people, weigh some options not take any of them, and then say, I know there's a job that could come open next year where you recruit the hell out of Texas where I once did, and you do have a chance to compete for a title, Mm. and it's Oklahoma. If Brent Venables can't get this thing back on track, they ain't going to wait forever. They might give him two years, but they ain't going to give him three if it's bad from here to uh, through next year. And I could see that being an attractive kind of place for him. But again, that's projecting a long way out. But if forty, I even if people don't see him as a sit out kind of guy with forty million dollars, I could become a sit out kind of
0: guy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
3: eight hundred and forty thousand a month. So he's not going to get it all because there's an offset. But yeah, right, eight hundred and forty thousand right. a month, and you go get another job in broadcasting. There, there's no offset on that. You take a year and you tour around like they do. I could see sitting there saying, "Hey, I'm going to take my shot. Maybe Oklahoma does it. I don't know. We will see." He is—he's uh, going to be a hot candidate. Uh, hot candidate, though. Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you.
2: Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
3: Uh, all right, weird, uh, weird fact, weird stat of the week. Not that we do this like every week. We're on um, everyone knows Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame started his career at Notre Dame 0-3, lost his first three games. Oklahoma State last year in a bowl game. Then Ohio State then Marshall. Then on September 15th, he uh, officially converted in a ceremony in South Bend or in Granger near near South Bend and became Catholic. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Since becoming Catholic, since converting (laughs) to Catholicism, Mm. Marcus Freeman, the Notre Dame head coach, is now 3-0. That's right. 0-3 three and oh we're not afraid to tackle the religious element here as clearly <laughs> pat is is the is god
2: the reason
1: that yes, Marcus Freeman is- jesus
2: was waiting he was waiting and now he got it the power of christ compels you to become a winning coach to become a catholic and become a winning coach that's clearly the reason absolutely i mean there's something that like it needed an exorcism to get past losing to Marshall and then start winning. <laughs> yeah, that's <I> mean, <laughs> right. Yes, like yes. losing at home to Marshall's as bad as it gets. He needed the good
0: Lord to come in. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, as a as a boy raised Catholic uh, through uh, elementary, high school, Catholic school, and a dad who took who who taught Catholic religion classes his whole career, I can I can I'm witness to the fact that uh, all of us Catholics are undefeated. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> we do not need to start a holy war here. What if, uh, if he gets on another losing streak, do you switch to something else?
2: That's
1: what I want to know. Do you
2: just keep? <laughs> well, you keep your options open. And again, we have pastors that listen to this. Well, we'll, we'll I'm sure oh, there would yeah. be a Lutheran oh, would step up, it. a Presbyterian. We got, I think oh, yeah, we got a Methodist. Yeah, we got a lot of options here. We got guys yeah. all over.
3: We are. Um, I have not heard from a Catholic priest, but I'm sure they're out there. Sure. We're
2: multi faith
3: destinations. Yeah, we, yeah. We're multi, uh, yeah. Non, we're non or multi denominational. We're a big mm-hmm. tent here. We're a big tent here. Uh, anyway. An ecumenical podcast. Kind of interesting. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. All right. Huge game this weekend in, in Ann Arbor. The other really big game is a bunch of good games. We would talk about uh, the Big 12, but we we're, we're Again, contractually obligated to not talk about Oklahoma State. Can't give them any credit at all. We're going to pick a bunch of games on Thursday, too. We'll get to more of these. But Penn State is visiting Michigan. Top 10 game. Mm. Uh, Nittany Lions look pretty good. Freshman running backs, Nicholas Singleton, Catron Allen look really good. Sean Clifford stepped in. They got a great red zone defense. You know, Michigan's going to be, is I think, a touchdown favorite or so. But this is a big game. But after Mar, after James Franklin's uh, last couple years, uh, where they have struggled, they got a nice start last year and then fell apart. I think they were four or five and oh, just like this year, mm-hmm. and then fell apart late, lost all their games. But he had, he won eleven games in three out of four years. But since then, four and five, seven and six. How big of a game, how big of a matchup is this for James Franklin to keep the all suddenly happy again Nittany Lion fans on his side? He's got a long, long contract, but it just seems like a game with a lot to prove for Penn State.
2: Pat? Yeah, I agree. No, this is a prove it game for them. He said they they've been five hundred for the last two years. And Michigan's gone right past them. You know, last year winning the division, and I think we've all looked at it as a two-power division, Michigan and Ohio State, and can Penn State do something about that and make it a three-power or knock down one of the other powers? So this is part of proving that. As you mentioned, they, you know, their schedule's been pretty good. I mean, the, the win over at Purdue I think is, is good and going to continue to resonate pretty well. Winning at Auburn, what doesn't say much, but the way they did it, I think, mm-hmm. does say something. I mean, they pounded them. Now you go in and it's funny. I mean, you 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 mentioned they're like the good red zone defense and stuff, but the 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 meat and potato stats on Penn State are like, eh, you know, I mean, they're like fifth or sixth in the Big Ten and yards per game or yards per play. They're like eighth or ninth in yards allowed. But they put together enough winning elements to to keep winning games. So, I'm I'm intrigued by this game for sure. And if they can slow down Blake Corum and throw it on JJ McCarthy's shoulders, then we're going to find out a little bit more about him and about the Wolverines as a passing attack. So I I'm super excited for that game as well.
0: Yeah, they that's a that's essential, right? That they've got to slow down Blake Corum. They I'm sure that's uh, that's goal number one this week is to uh, slow him down and. In the past, you know, James Franklin teams have had pretty solid defenses that you would trust to, uh, you know, they're like typical built Big Ten teams. You know, they have the pocket quarterback and solid running backs and, and a pretty strong defense. But this is where last year they did. They fell apart. They lost three in a row after starting the season 5-0 last season. They lost uh, at Iowa to kind of start a little slide there and um, – we haven't seen. You look back on the records. You mentioned eleven and two in twenty nineteen. Yeah, that was the last time like we saw, you know, a really really good Penn State team. James, James had it rolling there. His third and fourth years, they won eleven games each. They went to the Rose Bowl one of those years, and then we had the the eleven and two in twenty nineteen. But you know, since then. Before this year, you know the 2020 year and 2021, they won 11 games combined in those years. Obviously, that is short in 2020, but they went four and five. So, so it's kind of been a struggle. Uh, of course, oddly enough, and this should be this is probably uh, uh, tells us where we are in, in college football. But you got the big raise and extension last year in a season in which they went seven and six. So there you go.
3: Yeah, like uh, 90 million dollars or something. Yeah,
0: ten years. Yeah, that's the yeah, Mel Tucker me uh, domino effect there. Right. Mel Tucker, that, domino that, that, effect plus yeah. the
2: openings at uh, at LSU. USC and LSU
0: that he flirted. Yeah, now. he was think, be the hot USC yeah. coach. Yep, yep. I think that both. I think there's some interest in uh, in both those programs for him for sure. So he took advantage of that. So you know,
3: James Franklin is a he's a super impressive guy when you talk to him. Good recruiter, a lot of energy. He's he's a a good solid, and he's proven to be a a really good. I mean, he had two nine and four seasons at Vanderbilt, which is, um, you know, he went five and three in an SEC season <laughs> at Vanderbilt.
0: Uh, recruited
3: yep. really good players.
0: Might never see it again, th- literally.
3: Might never see it again. Right. Yep. And he goes to Penn State, uh, which is still, you know, Bill O'Brien was there for two years. He comes in, but there was still a little bit of, you're dealing with sanctions and Sandusky and all this stuff. And he really gets them rolling. They win the Big E, the Big Ten, I'm sorry, Big uh, in um, 2016, they go to the Rose Bowl, lose. He's had some really good years. I just, it, it's like, well, when are you getting to the playoff? Especially after Harbaugh did it. Um, Michigan State's done it. Michigan State had a big year last year. Like, when is this big season coming again? And I think it's a fair want. There's nothing, there's nothing about Penn State that shouldn't be Ohio State's equal or, or closer than it has been. Yeah. I mean the only you're not the only school, but your pit pit is there, but you're the dominant school in a big state. You have all the money, all the fans, all the backing, and you're getting this huge contract. And it's like we're not doing all that to keep finishing third or fourth in the East. Yep.
2: Yep. That's, with the money that, now. You know, that's part of the tension and the fascination of that division is somebody does have to finish third. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Somebody with a hundred plus thousand seat stadium and a lot of good recruits and great tradition and good coaches has to finish third or worse. Interesting
3: playoff look at this. At, so, at this one, okay. I, I don't know. I, I don't know that either of them have the schedule to do this, but whoever loses or no, whoever wins can then go against Ohio State and lose. Hmm. And then, because of the divisions, they 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 would just finish like eleven and one, mm-hmm. right? And have a win over yep. the other one, and is that and then potentially sneak in that way without having to fade? Now, in the future, when they get rid of divisions, I think they're gonna just they're not gonna like getting rid of divisions. Uh, I I would, agree. I I think there'll be some there'll be there's there's some losses to that because like this game is a huge game because of what it means in the in the East. Uh, in the in the Big Ten East, but uh, in the future you'd have to like beat Ohio State, then beat them again, and uh, so it's kind of interesting to see whether it's almost like you can win this, it sets you up to lose or whatever. But anyway, uh, Buckeyes at the end of the month in Happy Valley, this would obviously make this a uh,
0: huge game for 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 Penn State. But I think there's a almost, lot of pressure on them. I almost didn't believe you when you said. You know when is gonna when when is that big season coming where they make the playoff? Because I was thinking, damn, they haven't made the playoff, and and they've had like two or three teams at eleven win teams that that just felt like playoff teams, but they've never got in. And of course, that one year, what twenty sixteen, I think when they won, they won the Big Ten, um, but they had two early 2017. season losses. Yeah. Twenty seventeen. Well, sorry, you know they you're right. It was, it was
3: it was it was the twenty sixteen.
0: Regular season, yeah, they K- lost the pit of, and they got yeah, smoked by Michigan. By Michigan, that's right, 49-10. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, so uh, and got left out of the playoff by one spot. Yeah, got uh, Washington got in over them uh, at twelve and one, and the Big Ten champion was left out. And that that season was part of the reason why the Penn State president that year brought up expanding the college football playoff, and that was one of the first things I'd heard said in the. CFP committee uh, among the commissioners was uh, in the president's room, the executive board of the CFP. The Penn State president brought that up, of course, after that season. After his own team and in the Big Ten champion got got left out, um, he he uh, raised that with the board. And of course, the next year is when they started exploring.
3: All right, injuries piling up across the country. A big one here: Kansas quarterback Jalen Daniels, according to Lawrence Journal World, is. Out for the season. Grade three separation of his right throwing shoulder. That is uh Zach Bauer from the uh from the paper there. That's tough blow. The dream season. Mm-hmm. We'll see how they do, but that's a that's a mm-hmm. tough that's a tough blow.
0: Yeah, he was
2: rolling uh, and they were rolling. I, Sad. Yeah. He's a heck of a player. I am undeterred though in being oh. bullish on <laughs> Kansas. Because the backup's really Jason good. Jason Bean. The backup, Jason Bean, who, you know, he got beat out as it, as the season progressed last year. But here's the thing. They're, they're going to Oklahoma this weekend, and for some un, un, inexplicable reason, they're a touchdown underdog to an Oklahoma team in complete disarray. But Jason Bean last year had a team had led uh, Kansas to nearly beating Oklahoma. He was 17-23 for 246 yards. And if you remember, it's like Caleb Williams just was pulling stuff out of his rear to win that game for Oklahoma. He had like they, they were stopped on a fourth down, and he took the ball from his running back and ran it for the first down, and that kind of kept them going, I think, to, to either take the lead or put the game away, one of the two. Uh and that was Kansas is better this year. Jason Bean is a perfectly capable backup. Yeah. He can step in. He was really good. He was dealing in the second half after Jalen Daniels got hurt. Sixteen to twenty-four, two sixty-two and four TDs last week. Kansas is fine. Go, go with the rock chalkers.
3: All right, you still, you're still on the bandwagon. All right, I like it. I yeah. like it. All right, how about this one? I posit this question: Syracuse any good? <laughs> I don't. We're gonna find out. Playing NC State this weekend. The, what a season out of nowhere. Dino yeah. Babers. Let me read his win totals. Okay. He's been at the queues. Now, the guy wanted Eastern Illinois and he wanted Bowling Green. Got 10 and 3 at Bowling Green. Anytime you get 10 wins in the Mac, you automatically get a new job. It's, mm. like, a, <laughs> it's like, price is right. You hit the dollar on that wheel <laughs> and you get to go to the, the showcase showdown. But he gets the job. Four and eight, four and eight, 10 and three. Holy cow. They're ranked 15th in the country. Five and seven, one and 10. Five and seven. Like you fired almost everywhere. I think it was just too cold. They didn't get the, <laughs> the mailman, didn't deliver the firing. Five and oh, it's like a damn roller coaster going on here.
2: Yeah, pal, what's going on at the Q's? Uh, your question is a legitimately good one. Are they good or not? I don't think we know yet. Uh, but they're In Purdue. Five and zero. That they beat Purdue in one of the craziest set of circumstances yeah. of the season, and we've seen a few of them. Purdue got seven penalties in the last fifty-one seconds of that game after yeah. taking the lead. Oh. Yeah, they were intimidated. They blew that every way possible. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's
3: like when Pete so. Carroll forgot to run the ball because he was Belichick scared him. That's just that's <laughs> they beat they crushed Louisville. I know Louisville's, Louisville's no not good, good, but they still thirty-one-seven. No. They beat Virginia. They beat yeah, Purdue.
2: Virginia's terrible. They beat UConn.
0: Connecticut's
2: terrible. They beat they, Wagner in a game that was so embarrassing that they went running clock in the second half.
0: The, their strength of no. schedule in Sagarin is 118th. Yeah. So Jim Boeheim's We'll schedule. find that,
3: out. It's not their fault.
0: They beat hey, Purdue. They did. Yeah, we'll find out real they soon beat. here. Their, their three, next three games, I think, what is it, Patty? NC State, Clemson, and maybe Wake? Notre Dame. NC State,
2: Clemson, Notre Dame, at <laughs> Pitt, Florida State, yeah. at Wake. I mean, like, mm, you win even we'll a couple know. of those, and I'll be impressed.
0: Yeah, they, if you can go two and know. One, sure, that's the warm. They, they pretty good. still
2: might not. They're five and zero, and they still might not become bowl eligible. I think it's iffy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Golly, not wow. on Team Orange, is he? Wow. Garrett Trader, by the way, former. Uh, Former Klanga quarterback uh, throwing the ball yep. around 70%, completing 70% of the passes, 10 TDs, one INT. Yeah. Ran the ball pretty good, too. He's averaging about mm, 50 yards, 40, 50 yards rushing a game. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. We're, we're going to find out real quick how good Syracuse is. And yeah, if they can win, shoot, if they can win one of the next three, I think, yeah. you know, there's probably a lot of people up there that would take that, especially entering the season where there were no expectations the only expectation was that Dino was probably gonna get fired like that was kind of the expectation
2: yeah. oh yeah everybody was surprised even made it into this season much less yeah now now to be thriving honestly so. they go two and five the rest of the way it's a heck of a season
3: yeah I mean they get they're BC, seven and five they're at BC at the end they could probably beat them maybe they beat Pitt yeah I don't know I mean it's NC State Clemson at Clemson Notre Dame at Pitt Florida State at Wake at BC. If they end up seven and five, that's a good season. It's gonna look bad because it was stacked the wrong way. But uh, if I'm Dino, I'm down in the AD's office right now going, Oh, you know, five and zero, oh, maybe a couple of years extension. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. I need the extension now. The AD's like, call, call me after Halloween. Let's see what's mm-hmm. uh let's see what's <laughs> going on here. All right. Uh we have got some very, very pressing people's court matters. We will get oh to yes, we do more football uh, later in the week. We're gonna pick all pick a bunch of games so uh, we'll get to that but but you know our duty calls we are we 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 are here to to help america through it's 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 trying questions um mm-hmm. without uh, fear or favor and uh so the people's court uh we have two huge ones two huge ones here
2: all rise the honorable judge wetzel judge 40 and judge dellinger presiding this is the People's Court.
3: I'm going to start with this one. It was sent to us all over. I think it's a it's a very important uh issue. A grocery shopper in California, Philip White, that's his name, Philip White. How <laughs> about being known identified as a grocery shopper. Isn't, isn't, isn't that everybody?
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's, that could be all of us. <laughs> I think. Have you yeah, ever been to a grocery, grocery store?
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I've never been. Never been to a grocery store. What? A like, grocery shopper. Okay. A grocery shop. I mean, maybe like the King of England or something. I, I mean, who hasn't been to the grocery Anyway. A grocery shopper in California <laughs> has filed a England. class action lawsuit against the T.W. Garner Food Company. Now, we have done a lot of these, these lawsuits against the food companies. Famously, remember the guy in Chicago f- sued Kellogg's because the, the, the strawberry Pop-Tart only had 2% yeah. strawberry in it and didn't feel that yeah. was enough. Huh. But,
2: yeah.
3: so it was a groundbreaking in food law. Food law is how I always <laughs> say So Boom uh, industry for the lawyers. There's, there's been many of these... Anyway, this guy is suing TW Garner Food Company alleging false advertising. The TW Garner Food Company makes the Texas Pete brand of hot sauce. Okay, you never seen Texas Pete, right? Mm-hmm. You probably had it. Mm-hmm. The issue mm-hmm. Texas Pete hot sauce is not made in Texas, mm. but rather in North Carolina. Mm. So, grocery shopper Philip White says when he went down to his local Ralph's supermarket in L.A. and purchased a $3 bottle of Texas Pete in September 2021, uh, he was defrauded (laughs) because this indeed had nothing to do with Texas. And uh, per the complaint, White relied on the language and images displayed on the front label of the product and at the time of purchase understood the product to be a Texas product. The label includes, quote, the famed white lone star of the Texas flag, plus a lassoing cowboy, which are images white assumed to be distinctly Texan. Uh, And then he was disappointed to learn that Texas Pete is actually gets made in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and some (laughs) of the ingredients aren't even from Texas. Gasp. (laughs) This guy was so upset disappointed to learn (laughs) so i would say he was crying he made a federal lawsuit
0: yeah he literally made a
3: federal uh, you've heard the term don't make a A federal federal case case out of it yes (laughs) he made a (laughs) three bucks this dude spends three bucks (laughs) three bucks on a hot (laughs) sauce at ralph's in los angeles (laughs) ralph's uh, down in la and now he's irate and he has sued (laughs) this company (laughs) So what do you think the, the
0: company's executive said when they saw this come across the desk? <laughs> I just, I, I would love a good reaction from them. <laughs> <Yeah>. I,
3: <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable, Texas Pete. So, does, does, uh, what's this? The uh, grocery shopper, <laughs> Philip <Grocery> White. Sho- <laughs> 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 grocery <laughs> shopper, Philip White. Does he have a, it's, a, it's a class action suit, so we could technically all of us. Oh, our actual yeah. plaintiffs. Mm. Here. I bought some Texas beef in my Texas, day. I, mean, yeah. I thought it was from Texas too. I got to admit. Does he have a case, Pat Forty?
2: <laughs> Look, as much as I love finding the absurdist take in these uh, people's court things, I want to shoot this lawyer and the grocery <laughs> shopper into the sun. Yeah. I mean, my God, seriously. Oklahoma Joe's is the best barbecue in Kansas City, Missouri. You don't sue them because of that. Eskimo Joe's is the best bar in Stillwater, Oklahoma. It's not run by an Eskimo, I don't think. There's no Eskimos to my knowledge in Stillwater. Maybe they migrated down from Alaska and Canada, but I doubt it. If the bottle of the sauce said Pete's Texas Hot Sauce... Maybe you got a case, but it's just Texas Pete. Don't we all know somebody? Like, I I remember you used to listen to the talk radio and be like, "Yeah, Carolina Carl calling on a car phone in Louisville, Kentucky. He's not. He's just because his name is (laughs) Carolina Carl doesn't mean he's from North. He's in North Carolina. Uh, It's just this is ridiculous.
0: Throw it out. Lawsuit dismissed. Ross. So the bottle had the Texas flag on it, right? Good. Is that what you said, Dan? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, star. Texas. A star of Texas.
1: Mm.
3: And mm. I'm, I'm looking at the mm. bottle right now. Mm. There's like this weird, uh, I don't know what. Yeah, like a cowboy with a mm. lasso. Let me see here.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I see. I take. see it. Yeah, yeah. It is a cowboy with a lasso. he's lassoing something. But do and, you ever uh, have cowboys
3: in North Carolina. You can. Lasso they do. Sure, you in. do. Well, they
0: must.
3: I, I, and That I, star. I
2: mean, that star doesn't necessarily connote. It's just a. Texas. Yeah, that looks
3: like the uh, like the rally star, like from the rally, like the see, I don't like even see the star.
0: Where's the star at right on this thing? Above the E and P. Oh man! Wow, they put that in there. They like they hid that thing. I know, that does not look like the Texas state <laughs> star. Okay, no, no, not not really. It's just a star. No, and then it's got three kinda, peppers. You could tell kind of what they were doing. You know, they they tried. They they tried. they tried. They tried to get a little bit of Texas in there to to. Uh, oh, they to see they they admit write, that. Know? They admit yeah. that. They said false advertisement. Uh,
3: no, they said uh, the 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 website uh, says that. Legend had the, co- the company's founder, Sam Gardner, and his sons, Thad, Ralph, and Harold. So Sam, Thad, Ralph, and Harold are sitting around. They were trying to come up with a name for their hot sauce.
0: <laughs> Big business. So there's meeting. no real person when- named Texas Pete.
3: No, no. They were going to call That's it Mexican shame. Joe.
0: Okay. Well, okay. I'm glad they didn't do that. Good Lord. Because the
3: flavor yeah. of the cuisine they associated <laughs> with the region. But hmm. Sam said, no, he wanted an American name. That's right.
2: Oh, there so we go. So he came up
3: with Texas, which America. also is known for its spicy cuisine. Yeah. And then he tacked Pete on because, for some reason, his son Harold's nickname is Pete.
2: So, which
1: <laughs> 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 is even wow. weirder.
2: Here's our, your wow. deep dive on the, yes, the evolution of Texas Pete's naming. Amazing.
0: Wow. All right, you I'll, I'll, do you just? Yeah, no, no. It, it gets thrown out. I was just trying to, I was arguing, trying yeah. to argue the other side, but there's not really much of an other side to argue. So,
3: this is one of the dumbest ones we've had. This, is, this <laughs> one's dumb. I got but boy, nothing it was for sent you. to was by a lot of people, and stop pretending it, it's like you. It, 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 you'd get a moniker by being a quote grocery shopper. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. That one we we did hear from a lot of people on that so one, and we, the a lot of people TV. wanted to know what we thought. Case dismissed. Well, we're ruling for Sam and Harold, Pete, and everybody else down there in North Carolina. <laughs> uh, all right, finally, finally, the, the 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 other the other case we got to get to. I think this guy was in Australia or something, but I don't know. It's is it's, it's based on a Reddit post, so we're really, getting, <laughs> of course, the New York Post wrote about it. <laughs> of course. Details a little sketchy. Uh, I think we're. Are you familiar with the baby moon trip? The baby moon, you know, uh, particularly a couple that's just having their first child. You take a vacation before while the while the, the
2: oh gotcha, the wife gotcha. is pregnant I I, yeah yeah
3: yeah it's a baby moon they call it
0: oh, so okay, you go on a well.
3: vacation because it's like the baby's coming they ain't gonna be any vacations yeah, so. and mm-hmm. you know you can't really do all the stuff you used to like doing. But, you know, maybe go to a spa resort. I don't know. Baby moon, right? So it's a thing. It's a thing. So uh, this guy and his wife, uh, they, they get pregnant, and they're going to do the baby moon. Uh, however, the issue is because she's pregnant, they've had to give up some some of their, uh, you know, some of their lifestyle has had to change. He, This guy admits that, uh, let me get the actual Reddit post. It's pretty good. I did a lot of research on this one. So he said, "My wife and I both normally would smoke weed pretty often.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. There you go.
3: Uh, and my wife would smoke more than me, mainly due to the fact that I work more hours and she works at a grocery store where she can happily go to work high. <laughs> uh, wow.
1: <laughs> this is
3: getting better. <laughs> wow. All right. I think that was like a dig on his <laughs> wife. Like you stoned at the grocery <laughs> store. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I think it's hard. to is a, Can you be stoned at the grocery store? A lot of groceries. I don't know.
2: I think it'd be easier if you're, you're stocking shelves than if you're working the cash register. I
3: don't know. Now they make me do the cash register at Kroger. I got to do it well, myself. Well, yeah, sure. I yeah, scan I, those things. I do pretty good. Yeah. Although it's always- <laughs> could you the, do it while high? I think I could. I think I could. Okay. Um, okay. I always get like the thing, the alarm goes off and it's always for like, it's not even for like, I misput the wrong number for a tomato or something. It's like, it's like a box of Cheerios. I don't know what,
2: (laughs) maybe you're not that good. Last time I
3: was there, someone was saying, uh, we getting to go to the uh, company party. We work at the grocery store here. Anyway, I'd rather (laughs) a high person's getting paid than me do it on the scanner, but whatever. Uh, I don't make the rules. So anyway, (laughs) uh, so she had to give up, uh, getting a, a smoking weed. So, because of the baby, right? So, that's good. They didn't drink a lot, but now they're going to go on the trip and she can't drink either. Okay? So, since my wife got pregnant, I knew weed would be her thing. So, I was more than happy to give up smoking. So, it's a nice husband, right? But then she said she also expected me to give up drinking. Literally, <laughs> drinking. All I'm not even allowed to have one beer if we go to a meal. So... They're going to go on the baby moon, but he's not. He goes, I'd like to take us on a holiday abroad to recharge after working my, uh, working hard. I'll just say that. Uh, but not being able to enjoy a few drinks on holiday, I feel, kills the relaxation.
0: On a holiday.
3: And so he has canceled <laughs> the baby moon because my wife has decided she will not budge. And if she can't drink, neither can I. So I won't be paying for the trip. So here is the question for the people's court. Is this guy in the right that if his wife is not even going to let him drink on the trip because she can't drink, should he cancel it? Or is she being unreasonable and he should be able to get as loaded as he wants, uh,
2: even if she she can't because she's got the baby? Pat? Well, this should be the biggest slam dunk since the, since the Supreme Court crushed the NCAA. I think we know right? how I'm going to vote. <laughs> we certainly know how I'm going to vote. Come on. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Hey, you know what? You tell her, good job, you know. You got to you gotta carry the, the, the mom's duty here. I do not. I am not pregnant. I'm drinking. I, I mean, this isn't even in doubt. This is like from the airplane onward on holiday, as he said. Yeah. It's going to be a holiday. It's not going to be a... I'm going to suffer along with you. That's only going to create uh, tension and 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 uh, resentment anyway. Dan, you've had a couple kids. Yeah. Do did you forsake uh, alcohol while your wife was pregnant? Never even dawned on me. No. Hell
3: no. <laughs> what?
2: Same here. If I had, I would If I had known that, we would have no kids. <laughs> <laughs> what dawned on me was. Oh, we got a DD. Great. Is <laughs> yeah, driving. exactly.
3: She'd drive us around. Yeah. That was great.
2: Yeah. So this is this is an open and shut case, easy ruling. the The woman absolutely is just horribly in the wrong, and the man is get is, it together, in mom. A Party, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ross. Yeah, I mean, cancel the damn trip if you can't drink. There's no, there's no holiday without alcohol. It's <laughs> not a holiday then. Then it's a uh just a boring work day or something man yeah cancel the trip man that's not and this would totally happen to me too you know i don't i don't uh we don't my wife and i don't have kids but i could see if if uh if she got pregnant she would totally do this to me i can just totally see would you really her doing this to <laughs> oh wow oh, yeah uh-oh. she would oh. this she would do this to and we would not be going on vacation the baby moon would not be happening <laughs>
3: So she's gonna say because I can't drink, you can't drink. You gotta suffer along with me.
0: He, she at times she says that now when for whatever weird reason she can't drink. So yeah, I'm sure if she were pregnant, that would happen. So yeah, I'm not a fan of this at all. Boo.
3: Yeah, don't set this precedent. No, this mm-mm, is absolutely mm-mm. terrible. Look, mm-mm. let's say one of you go you go on a, a vacation and one of you like uh, has a sprained ankle, broken ankle. Do you say the other one can't go for a jog on the beach?
2: No, no, absolutely. absolutely. I agree. You should. I went skiing in college with my girlfriend. She broke her thumb on the first run. She went and sat in the lodge and drank beer and said, "You go ski." So I did. All right. See, that's Mm. that's the system.
3: That's the system. No, absolutely not. You don't get in the way of a guy's drinking on holiday. (laughs)
2: You should. That, we should. We should ask. We should canvass our female listeners, of which we actually have a surprisingly decent amount I mean, it's of them. Kind of weird. What they think? Actually since, weird. Since we are all like-minded and very male on this, we I would like to hear from females very if male, they think that yes, we're indeed.
3: Yeah, yeah, we're like the old school <laughs> Supreme Court.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. White yeah. bunch of white males in here. Yeah, that's right.
3: Well, all I can say is that, now. No, I would cancel the trip also. That's a little, this this whole parenting thing is not starting off real well for them. It's not. I
2: fear for the longevity
3: here. It's the first time not drinking has caused this much problem in a relationship, but <laughs> lighten up, go, let them get a, little, get, a, get, a, get a little, get a little crazy. At least you got the baby moon. All right. That's our show. We'll be back Thursday. We'll pick a bunch of games and uh, there'll be more uh, nonsense. I'm sure. Uh, we'll talk please. about
2: Wetzel the horse. Oh,
3: yeah, We're going to get to Wetzel the horse. I got two words for you about Wetzel. There's a horse now named Wetzel. Mm-hmm. And I got two words. Kentucky Derby. <laughs> we're going all the way. Wetzel the horse. We'll get oh, we yeah. don't have that the, time. it so will be a rich topic on,
2: on like Thursdays. Oh, yeah. Come back.
3: Yeah, we'll also have the final results. 747. Bring this thing home. By the time you're listening, you'll know where the 747 won. Fat Bear Week overcame the cheaters, all of it. Anyway, we'll get to it. Continue to share us on social media. Tell your friends about us. We appreciate you, and uh, we'll talk to you later.